Welcome to Pastor Nima's life-changing lesson and a reminder of God's love. Now here's Pastor Nima. Today I'm going to share to you about complete surrender. Amen. So he is expecting us to show that complete surrender in order for you to see him stronger and greater in your life. Amen. Right? We want to see God stronger and greater, moving mightily in our lives. But before that, we need to be, we need to come to a place and say, God, I completely surrender everything. I surrender all. Amen. Right? So Jesus is the only person who has the right to ask us everything to surrender. Why? Because he gave it all to us. He gave it all. He gave everything to us. And he's telling, surrender it all to me. Surrender it all to me. So what is it? it is, what is the meaning of surrender? What is the meaning of complete surrender? What happens when we completely surrender? You know, many of us say that, yes, I surrender. We sang the song just now. I surrender all. But what does it mean to your life? How many things that we still hold back and still we can come to the presence and say, I surrender all. Let us turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 14. Sorry, chapter 5 verse 14 to 15. Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. It says Christ's love controls us. Isn't it wonderful to be controlled by love? Alright? Controlled by love. Christ's love controls us. And we believe that Christ died for all. And we also believe that we have all died to our old life. What does the Bible say? We all have died. We have died to our old self. Yes, continue. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Will no longer live for themselves. Instead, hmm. they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. See, the word here, it says that we have died to our old life. Do you believe that you have died to your old life? If you are saved, you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you believe Jesus, you have to die for your old self. Right? Listen to this message very carefully. You know, you have to die to your old self. And in this new life, when you die to your old self, you are in a new life. When you are in a new life, what does God expect? You will no longer live for yourself. It is not about you anymore in your new life. Amen? Right? We are living in a culture, we are living in a society where it says it's all about you. You take care of yourself first. You, it is all about you. The, the society we are living has become the most selfish society in the world now. Right? 
We have become very selfish people. But here the Bible tells us, He controls us through His love. So He expects us, if you are living in this new life, He says, you will no longer live for yourself. Amen. We have all read this verse before. But are we living for God? It says in this new life, you will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ. They will live for Christ. Here, we are living for ourselves. I'm living for my family. I'm living for everything else except Christ after receiving this new life. But here the Bible tells us so clearly, in this new life, you will no longer live for yourself. Instead, live for Christ. That is total surrender. That is total surrender. When we receive His death for our sins, we have sinned, but He died for our sin. We happily receive His death. Hey, I don't have to die. Because Jesus died for my sins. So I accept that death for me. But here, our response to that is that we need to die to selfishness and selflessly we need to live for Him. Amen. Right? Because He died for our sins. So I have accepted His death for me. So in response, what shall I do? He's telling, live for Christ. Amen. Right? Declare it, I'm going to live for Christ. So what is this? How to completely surrender and how to live for Christ? How can Christ be glorified through my life? Right? That should be your goal, that Christ should be glorified in your life. Amen? Right? Christ should be glorified. Matthew 16, 25 if you try to hang on to your life, you try to hang on. I do not want to let go of this life. I'm trying to hang on to my life. You will lose it. What will happen? You will lose it. Do you want to lose your life? Anyone? No. All right. You do not want to lose your life. You do not. You want to hold on, right? But it says if you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. Mm. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. You see? You, sometimes we don't understand to give up and then how will I save? If I give my life, how am I going to save my life? Right? You might think that there is so much of confusion. See, this is the fundamental principle to be champions in the kingdom of God. When it comes to the kingdom of God, when it comes to our life, when we have a new life, it says that it is all about Jesus. Say it's all about Jesus. It's not about you. It's not about us. It's not about me. It's not about my family. It is all about Jesus. See, this law is about when you surrender, it will help you to take away everything in you that is, that is coming with you from the old life. It will help you to take away and when you surrender, He will give you everything. He will give you everything. See, I'm, I'm going to explain to you two things. Take away and give you. What is that that God wants me to take away? And what is that that God wants to give me? Right? The first thing, take away. 
right dying to yourself is very important dying to your self is very important so what is the thing that i have to take away in my life let us turn to galatians chapter 5 verse 19 to 21 galatians listen carefully to this verse 9 verse 5 19 to 21 when you follow the desires of your sinful nature the results are very clear the results are very clear you cannot say i do not know that i'm doing it why are you doing it it's because your old self you're still living for yourself you have not come to a place saying that god i surrender i do not want to have this old self in me the sinful nature has to die right so when you continue to follow the desires of your sinful nature the results are clear what are the results of life will not inherit the kingdom of god you know it talks about quarreling how many of us quarrel you don't have to put up your hands you can answer to yourself quarreling jealousy outburst of anger cannot control our anger and it outbursts we can cannot control the anger selfish ambition drunkenness getting drunk wild parties and the bible tells us it is clear it is so clear that this is the desires of your sinful nature and it says that you will not inherit the kingdom of god we believe that god has brought us to the promised land We believe that God has given us all the blessings in the promised land. But when you are walking into the promised land with this sinful nature, with this kind of attitude, we will not be able to enjoy the kingdom of God. We will not be able to inherit the blessings that God has for us. All of us want the blessing. I want to walk in that blessing. I want to enjoy my life. I want to walk in this promised land, you know. In in rest God has brought us to this promised land. But when you say I surrender, that means you are laying everything God all these things in this chapter in this verses 19 to 21 whatever we have read everything you are telling lord my old self has died and my new self has to live for christ so what i need to do i have to surrender it all and say that i am not going to follow my desires of the sinful nature 
If I have an issue about outburst of anger, we have been even studying in our Bible study, I will say what I want to say. What I think I will say. Outburst of anger. When you are living in an outburst of anger, we will not be able to inherit the blessings that God has already for us. Alright? So we need to come to a place where I am telling God, I want to surrender. Which means if you are hearing me today, if you are hearing the word of God, we cannot continue to ignore. You know, today God was specifically speaking to us that many of our prayer altars, there is no more fire burning. You heard the word, but if you go back the same, you know, it is not going to bring any fruits in your life. How long you want to put your, your, your fire not burning? You know, there is, there is uh, the other religion, you know, they are very particular about keeping the, the light burning in their altars. There is a religion, right? It doesn't matter how they are, but every evening they have to bring this light and put it on their altar and they burn it. It should not go off, you know, until the next day. Every time you see in, in those altars, the fire will be burning. But here we say that I believe Christ. I am walking with a God who is living, who died for my sins. But check your, fire, your altars, your prayer altars. You know, Christians have become touch and go Christians. Morning, two minutes, wake up and night, two minutes before sleeping. That is my prayer. Your fire is not burning. Your fire is not burning. We have to come to a place of total surrender. Lord, I surrender it all. I surrender it all. When you have a completely surrendered life unto the Lord, you know, you have to die to yourself in all these things that we read here. Everything, sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, you know, jealousy, anger, quarreling. You know, we, you, are so, you are so confident and say that I am walking in the blessing. But many times you see that your blessings, there is a, a, there is a hindrance for you to walk in that blessing why still our old nature is rising up why it is rising up because because of our altars are not burning you are not in the presence of God you are not letting Holy Spirit lead you the Bible tells us be led by the Spirit Many of us, our spirit is just stagnant. It is just not moving at all. Why? Because we are not being led by the spirit. We are hearing the word. Which means Holy Spirit is speaking to you. What happened to your prayer altars? Why there is no fire in your prayer altars? Why there is no fire in, the, in your, you reading the Bible? I can tell you, some of you do not even know where is your Bible in your house. Check your hearts right now. You do not know where is your Bible in your house. Or you just know it is beside my table, my bedside. 
God is speaking to you. You know, we, ha we have come into the promised land. But in this place, how long you want to struggle? How long you want to fight your giants? Without the word, without a prayer life. All these things, it will manifest. It will manifest because you're not led by the Spirit. Amen. And then He gives you everything. He gives you everything. What does He produce? Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 to 23. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Mm. Love. If so. you are led by the Spirit, what happens? See, this the, the Holy Spirit produces is in between 19 to 23, right? 19 to 21, Holy Spirit says, I'm going to help you to remove all these things in your life. And in, in verse 22, Holy Spirit produces when everything is removed. You have surrendered all, saying that be, I am going to be led by the Spirit. And now Holy Spirit says, I'm going to produce this kind of fruits in you. What are the fruits? Love, hmm. joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. There is no law against these things. And if you surrender, if you don't surrender, He cannot produce these fruits. You can ask me, why I do not have love? Why I do not have peace? Why I do not have patience? Many people come and complain to me. They say, Pastor, I don't have patience at all with my husband. I don't have patience at all with my children. Why? You are not allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you. You are not allowing the Holy Spirit to guide you. If the Holy Spirit leads you, you know what? He will definitely produce patience in you. He will definitely produce gentleness, self-control. You cannot say that, oh, I cannot control. You know, I, I just burst out in anger. I don't have self-control. Which means you are not allowing Holy Spirit to produce this fruit. Right? Do you understand what I'm telling? You need to allow, say, God, I want to be led by the Spirit. That is total surrender. It is so difficult to shut my mouth when I am in anger. It is so difficult to have self-control, you know, when something is not going to right. But immediately, Holy Spirit, I need your guidance. Guide me, lead me to have patience. Lead me to have self-control. Amen. You have to surrender. You have to surrender. Surrender it all. Hallelujah. Amen. See, you're not ready to walk with God until you die to yourself. You can say that I've been walking with God for 20 years. I've been walking with God for 30 years. But you have not died to yourself. You are very easily a person who can be provoked. You haven't died to yourself. Your, your old style self is still working. See, every man should conquer two things. 
What are the two things? One is sin and the other one is self. For a non-believer, he has to conquer sin. But for a believer, he has to conquer yourself. Right? If you allow yourself to overpower, you cannot be, you cannot be led by the Spirit. We are spirit being. We have to be led by the spirit. If you are not conquering yourself, you cannot be led by the spirit. So both must be conquered. Sin must be conquered. Self must be conquered. So today I will show you a powerful principle and a spiritual law. But this has been mostly neglected by Christians. John chapter 12 verse 24 and 25. Very truly I tell you, mm. unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, mm. it remains only a single seed. But if it If dies, the wheat doesn't fall and die, it remains as a single seed. Yes? But if it dies... But if it dies... It produces many seeds. It produces many seeds. Hallelujah. You want to remain a single seed or you want to produce many seeds? Answer me. Many seeds, right? So what is the principle? You have to die. You cannot say that I will not die to myself, which means you will just remain where you are. If you say that I do not want to die to myself, you will not be able to move forward. You will not be able to enjoy the fruits that God is producing. But when you die, it produces many seeds. See, I tell you, for as long as God is something you use to make a good life, if you use God to make, to bring prosperity, if you use God to bring peace, use God to bring healing, forget about being champions in the kingdom of God. We cannot come. See, I have seen many Christians. They come to God. They come to church. They come for prayer whenever they are in need. Right? When, when we are in need, we use God. When, when there is sickness, we use God. When there is poverty, we use God. When there is a lack, we use God. We use God for our life. No, as long as you stay in that place, you will not be able to walk in complete surrender. You understand what I'm telling? You have to know that I want to walk in complete surrender. Forget about seeing greater glory if you are just using God for your need. This is what I need. I use. Everything is done. Now go back to the normal. We have seen so many people like that. When they are in need, they will tell, pray. Every day they will call, Pastor, please pray. Do this, do that. You know, we will be praying and walking with them. You know, one, two months, once everything is done, that's it. Closed shop and went back to the normal because it is done for that moment. Right? For that moment, it is done. But you need to come to a place and say, God, I'm going to surrender. If you love the God of the Bible, you want to see Him stronger and mighty in your life, then learn the law of complete surrender. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord mm. run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show Himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to Whose him. heart is loyal to him whose heart is loyal to him 
in this you have done foolishly therefore from now on you shall have wars whose heart is loyal to him the eyes of the lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth and what is he checking looking at your heart he's looking at your heart you can come to his presence and say i surrender all but god is looking at your heart you can say that nothing i'm going to hold back it's all about you but god is looking at your heart you are praying make me a house of prayer you are singing but god is looking at your heart let the fire on my altar keep burning you are saying god is looking at your heart i tell you in the kingdom of god your heart matters you can say i believe you can say jesus is the way the truth and the life you can say that jesus died for me but god looks at your heart he looks at your heart he sees whose heart is loyal to him you know i was checking all the other versions it says whose hearts are fully committed total surrender whose hearts are blameless towards him whose hearts are fully devoted to him whose hearts are perfect towards him whose hearts are completely for him now we understand when the bible tells in the last days you come and tell lord lord and he will tell i do not know you you know why because he sees your heart he sees your heart he's there right there you know you have to know that god sees my heart it has to be a perfect surrender in another word it has to be death you might not like to hear this kind of message you might be thinking why did i come to church today I didn't have to listen to this message. But you are hearing me. If you are striving to be champions, to enjoy all the blessings in the promised land, you have to come to a place where your desires, your passions have to die. Galatians 2:20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. It is no longer I who live. But every time your flesh rises up you have to say that god it is no longer i live it is no longer i live lord my flesh cannot rise up my feelings cannot rise up my desires cannot rise up my passions cannot rise up it is no longer i who live it is no longer i who live but Christ lives in me but Christ lives in me amen can you declare Christ lives in me amen and then what happens and the life which i now live in the flesh i live by faith in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me the life which i now live in the flesh i live by faith in the son of god your flesh has to die die to your desires die to your feelings die to anything or whatever that is not christ amen 
I repeat again, die to anything or whatever that is distracting you from the presence of God. That is taking you away from the presence of God. That is telling you the more and more you surrender to your desires, the more and more you surrender to the pleasures, what happens? It will take you away from the presence of God. You have to come to a place of total surrender. It is not me. It is, it is Christ who lives in me. It is I am crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. That is, that is complete surrender. No longer I who live. It is Christ who lives in me. Amen. You can desire for more anointing. You can desire for more blessings. But I tell you, unless you die to yourself, all this will take you away from God. If you bring a one million dollar and put it on a dead body, tomorrow when you come back, that one million dollar is still on the dead body. Because it is dead. But if a person who can't even, you know, move in a hospital bed, you go and put that one million dollar on his body, tomorrow you come and see, it has already gone out of the hospital. It is not there. You have to come to a place saying that, God, there is too much of variables in myself. There is too much of variables in myself. I need to die to myself so that I can live for Christ. Amen. I need to die to myself. See, many believers take God for granted. God has become like a genie. God has become like a magic. Right? Pray all kind of prayers. But without a complete surrender, nothing stays. You can pray for healing, you can pray for blessing, you can pray for deliverance, you can pray for anything. But as when you don't come to a place and say that it's all about Jesus, nothing stays. So when you see someone who have become champions in the kingdom of God, behind there is a death that has taken place. Amen. You see someone who's walking in a higher level of anointing. Someone who's walking in a higher level of blessings that God had for them. What happens behind there? There is a death. There is a complete surrender that has taken place. The price of life is death. The price of life is death, right? You desire higher levels. You want God to use you mightily. It means nothing or no one will ever have the ability to replace God in your life. No one can replace God in your life. It cannot be your husband. It cannot be your wife, your children, your work, your business. Nothing can replace God in my life. Hallelujah. Amen. Nothing can replace. Galatians chapter 5 verse 24 and 25. Those who belong to Christ Those Jesus. Those who belong to Christ Jesus. Have nailed their passions. Have nailed their Passions, passions and desires of their sinful nature. What have you done? You have nailed it. Your passions and your desires of their sinful nature. To his cross mm. and crucified them there. Since we are living by the spirit, let us follow the spirit's leading in every part of our ah, lives. We are living by the... We are living by the... 
Can everyone tell you are living by the? So what we need to do, we are living by the Spirit, which means let us follow the Spirit's leading. Not your own leading. Not what your flesh says to do. Not what your mind tells you to do. Let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part. Say every part. Every part of your life, what we do, we separate. This part, let the Spirit lead me. This part, let me lead. No, the Bible tells us every part of your life. Amen. Every part of your life, die to your passions and desires means let God be the center of your life. Hallelujah. Amen. God be the center of your life. You can hear Jesus asking you today, do you love me more than these? Do you love me more than your passions? Do you love me more than your desires? He's asking you this question today. Total surrender. When you do that, I tell you, your prayer now finds value. Amen. When you completely surrender, your prayer finds value. Amen. Your prayer finds value. When you study the word, you will start to find value because there is complete surrender. Last verse, I'm going to finish. Romans 12, 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies... You present your bodies... A living sacrifice. A living sacrifice. You come to the altar and tell, I give myself as a living sacrifice. I want to be led by the Spirit. You present yourself as a living sacrifice. What are the things that is distracting you from the presence of God? What are the things that, is, that are taking you away from the presence of God? Tell I'm going to let present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. When you do that, it is complete surrender. You know what happens. You lose your ability to tell God no. You cannot, you will not be in a place of disobedience. You will come to a place of complete obedience. You will never be able to say no to God. You should kill the option of saying no to God. There's no option B for you in the kingdom of God. You know, His word becomes the final authority in everything. You know, even Jesus surrendered completely in the garden of Gethsemane. You know what? He was praying. He said, Father, if it is your will, if it is possible, let this cup pass by. Yet, nevertheless, it's not my will, Lord. It is your will. That is complete surrender. That came from a language of a person who has really surrendered everything unto the Lord. I want this cup. I want to die. I do not want to go to cross. Literally, that is what Jesus is telling in the garden of Gethsemane. He said, it is too difficult. It is too painful, the cross. If it is possible, take my life now itself. And then he says, yet. 
Yet it is not my will. It is your will. That is complete surrender. That is complete surrender. Can you tell today in my life, Lord, it is not my will. It is yours. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you received a fresh word from the Lord. God bless you.